0: Good
1: evening people, good evening people, it is your host Ron Slay and I am hosting the Boom Boom Room, you're back every Friday from 5 to 6, thank you for that applause, people if you're driving home on this rainy Friday you should be tuned in to 9.50am, you can also find us on Facebook on Ron Slay. You can also find us on RonSlate35 on Instagram Live. You can also find us on Periscope, RonSlate35. So it's all kind of out- outlets for you to get on and get into the Boom Boom Room and get your, your craving for the Vols basketball. Get that, get that taken care of. The game tomorrow. But before that, we got a special guest coming in today. None other than the Ramon Foster. We got him visiting us in, in the Boom Boom Room, a Boom Boom Room member. We'll get to him, ask him a couple of questions, and if you want to call in, don't forget you can call in at 615-794-1950. The Boom Boom Room is brought to you by Full Service Insurance. Tell you guys every time, need some insurance, go holler at Johnny Pratt and Paul Pratt Jr. Right over there at Full Service Insurance, some great guys to know. Today we are recapping the victory against the Gators, which was 7361. Also the victory Wednesday night against South Carolina. And you know, most definitely, we're getting in tuned and locked in for the showdown in rock. Special shout out RJ and Miles. I see y'all looking. I see you paying attention. Pay attention to Unc. We'll get your pops on in a second. Those are the junior Boom Boom Room members. Those are the junior Boom Boom Room members. So guess what people? We gonna dive directly into this thing. Florida Gators, they came to play. Just didn't come to play the right team. Just didn't come to play the right team. They forgot they were playing the number one team in the nation. Four weeks straight, the UT Vols people. <laughs> Don't get much better than that except it's five weeks and then six weeks and then seven weeks and then it just, it just snowballs into a a, a great, great, great ending, you know, with lifting that cup in Minneapolis, Minnesota, but we're not going to get too far ahead of ourselves, we're going to enjoy it, we're going to enjoy it, so let's dive into the Gators, the Vols won that battle 73-61, great game Tennessee led by as many as 16 in the first half, the Gators were able to cut their lead to 6 by halftime the Gators came out in the second half and they they cut the lead to 4 right before what UT went on a 12-2 run, sparked by back-to-back threes from Lamonte, hot Pocket Turner. Now see, when I give you a nickname, you gotta live up to that nickname. And I, I've been fortunate to give out nicknames, and nobody's let me down. They ain't let me down yet. And Hot Pocket Turner, even though he missed a lot of non-conference games, this young man, man, has heated up and, and stayed consistent, and and it's it's nothing better than a consistent scorer who can come off the bench and then also be thrown into the starting lineup. Gotta respect all of that. So the two threes back to back from Lamonte, that sparked the 12-2 run. Gators cut it down to seven again later on in the second half. And then another run sparked by another Turner's three that 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 ran us on off and two vicious dunks by AD kind of put the spike in the Florida Gators. You know, um, got that tail to stop wagging. You no, know, you know they say that's the dangerous part of a gator. You know, the teeth look vicious, but that tail, that tail can get you. But AD had a nice hold onto that tail, and guess what? <laughs> that was the that was that on that. So the tail of the tape went as such. Field goal percentage: the Vols shot 52.8 percent, going 28 for 53 from the field. The Florida Gators went 35.6. Shooting 21 to 59. The three ball. The three ball was falling for us pretty efficiently. Six for 14 from outside the arc. uh, Shooting a 42.4% of clip. Florida was 30.8. They did launch 26 threes. So you live by the three, you die by the three. They happen to die this day. Um, That was a good day for them to die. Messing around on Rocky Top. Shot 30.8%. Free throw line. Uncharacteristically under 70, 75%. We shot 68%. 11 for 16. They also shot 68%. Both shooting the same amount amount of uh, free throw attempts. Rebounds, they out-rebounded us by two, 33, 31, but you get that when, you know, teams are scrambling and trying to get back into the game. Sometimes they, they make you play faster, so you take shots that you don't necessarily need to take, so I think that, that's a, that has a little bit to do with that. Assists, we were right around close to our average, three under at 17. Um, Florida was 11 assists, six steals by Florida, two uh, for UT, four blocks for UT, and five for Florida. The turnover story. Remember, I always tell you, I repeat it every show. Nine Nine or under, you can beat anybody in the nation. We had 13, Florida had 12. So that that wasn't really UTS when it when it came to handling the ball, but uh we were able to pull it out and, and win by 12. So you take it, you take it how you can get it um at times, and you also are the number one team and you're taking the team's best shot. So you get a victory, also knowing that you can go back to the drawing board to work on other things. As far as the scoring, Grant Williams had 16 points and six rebounds. Admiral Schofield, 14 and 6. Bone, Mr. Consistent, 10 points, 5 rebounds five assists, Bowden off the bench with 13, Turner with nine in the starting lineup, Alexander with six, and Folky McFly, John Fulkerson, had five coming off the bench. Florida did get some good scoring from their guards. Locke had 17, Hudson had 15, Kevon Allen had 11, Johnson 7, and Hayes 7. But, wasn't enough, and to go as quoted by Admiral Schofield, the feeling he got when he saw the fans doing the gator chomp at the end of the game. Quote, poetic justice, unquote. That's from Admiral Schofield. He used that to describe the sellout crowd at Knoxville in Rocky Top, giving the people the Gator Chomp. And if you remember weeks before when we played Florida at Florida, it got a little ugly. You know, they said the Vols, you know, kind of rubbed it in the victory. Guess what? Don't let us win. (laughs) I mean, y'all, y'all, when I say y'all, the Florida Gators, y'all came up with the Gator Chomp. But, you know, um, it's a great rivalry. So that's a part of it. You know, when you win, you you got stuff to point at. When you lose, got stuff to complain about. But that's neither here nor there. We are remaining number one in the nation. Coming up next with the South Carolina Gamecocks. They came to Rocky Top. This was a rematch. Also, this game was decided by 12. So what we're gonna do, I'm gonna get right into this. Remember, if you want to call or you want to shoot any questions on Facebook, Ron Slay, you uh Instagram live, Ron Slay35, or on Periscope, Ron Slay35, feel free. If you want to call in, feel free. The numbers pinned on the Instagram live, 615-794-1950. This is the Boom Boom Room. I am your host, Ron Slay and uh, the Boom room is brought to you by full service insurance and that people will get us to South Carolina so another 12 point victory let's talk about South Carolina what you get from a South Carolina team Frank Martin South Carolina team you get toughness you get grit you get a, a will a will to win under any circumstances uh, whether you go on the road or you're playing at home you're going to get that same fight from a Frank Martin team now let me give you this quote before I go on the tell of the tape this is from Frank Martin post game Frank Martin was quoted as we've got to get tougher it hurts my soul that we're not a tougher team that goes against every everything i stand for but those are the kids we've got they're trying real hard i'm real proud of them and we've got to keep working to get better now people it's only a couple of college coaches that i go out on a limb and say man you really want them in the foxhole as far as their attitude their demeanor on the sideline um it, it, it's it's like a vicious shark type when that when they're when they're when they're roaming on the sideline and that's frank martin and Bob Hubbard. these two guys looking at their past programs um following as far back as i can remember um, bob huggins his team's at cincinnati his team's at west virginia always tough rugged the post guys are um vicious rim protectors they gobble the boards it's an it's an ugly it's an ugly game in the paint um dealing with these guys and the same thing can be said for frank martin so for him to say that that means tennessee's team can't be questioned for tough see you got them two pillars Two pillars down low, Admiral Schofield and Grant Williams, down there doing work, going against guys that probably outweigh them. I say by about 20 pounds, taller than them, height-wise, giving up probably three to four inches every game. Now Kyle Alexander offsets a lot of that, and he should get his just due. Let me tell you though, and them boys down there, man, are nothing to play with. It's a it's a testament to what Garrett has done. A lot of a lot of players call him Big G. If you ever if you ever notice the big guy that's not a coach, but is sitting between the players with a suit on looks like he's about to bust out his suit like the incredible hulk that's gary big g salute to you man because what you've done with these young men in the weight room is second to none and for two of the toughest coaches we played west virginia bob huggins had the same thing to say then we played another tough coach uh um as far as training his guys to be tough and never back down always throw the first punch as in a frank martin team and it was no back down in any of these guys and both of these coaches walked away saying that we wish our team was tougher hey man that's a testament right there man so that not only can we play, we play Louisville early in the year. That's an up-and-down game. Gonzaga, that's more of a strategic, um, efficient plays, doing being very efficient with the ball, not turning it over, scoring when you get the opportunities, getting stops. A very cerebral game. Um, Then you go to a Florida who's up-and-down. Then you play a West Virginia or a, 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 a South Carolina rough-and-rugged team, possession by possession, getting in the paint. A dominant guy and Chris Silva down low. Um it, it's, it's a big difference, man. It's a big difference difference in that up and down game and that rugged game so i believe we're getting tested on all on all facets of our game we'll see another test tomorrow but let me give you the tell of the tape before we get away from south carolina get the tell of the tape people 85 73 victory on rocky top 49 percent shooting from ut 41.3 percent shooting from south carolina they went 26 for 63 we went 34 for 69 three-point percentage shot pretty good at 45 percent. south carolina shots lights out shooting 61 percent, 14 for 23 and you ask any of you basketball fans or people that really watch the game, how do you shoot sixty-one percent, going fourteen to twenty-three, and lose by twelve? <laughs> yeah, I see. That's why you get comments like what Frank Martin said in the post-game because he don't understand it either. Neither do I. But all I know is I look at the I look up at that scoreboard, and that scoreboard say Vols victorious, and I'm cool with it. Free throws, only shot eight attempts. We went hundred percent. South Carolina was fifty-eight percent, seven for twelve. Rebounds. This is big going into the game against Kentucky tomorrow. We out-rebounded South Carolina, a physical team with a 6'9 and a 7-footer down low. We out-rebounded them by 7. We got 40 rebounds to their 33. Back to normal in assists, 22 assists compared to South Carolina's 17. The steals, about even. South Carolina went up by 1 it was 6 uh, compared to our, 7, I mean our 5. Our blocks, we were up 7. 7 blocks to their 5. And the turnover margin, 10 to 10. You can expect that out of a physical uh, defensive team. So, the scoring. AD had a, a wonderful game at 21-10. Didn't shoot the ball absolutely beautifully, but he did do other things that allowed UT to win. Bowden came off the bench with 16 hot points. Um, Jordan Bone, 10 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Lamonte Turner, 10 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. Kyle Alexander back in double figures with 10 points. The leading scorer of the SEC, Grant Williams, finished with 8, 9, and 7. 8 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. This is your (laughs) see, look, (laughs) I'm going to pull this all back. Forky, Forky with 6 points off the Bench. Chris Silver for South Carolina had 17 points and 15 rebounds. Trey Campbell had 19 points. Gravit, a senior, had 15, and AJ Lawson had 9. Now, what I want to tell you all this describes UT's team. Your leading scorer, averaging 20 and about 9 a game, doesn't reach double figures. But you have five other people on your <laughs> team that, that do reach double figures. And it wasn't your leading scorer. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a Wooden Award finalist. It wasn't a reigning SEC player of the year. It wasn't the first team all SEC player. It wasn't the guy that just scored 43 points um weeks ago against Vanderbilt and people tend to say that and I'm not saying the fans I'm saying the skeptics the critics tend to say that UT's not really well rounded I don't know if they can get enough points to go with a running team 85 points at home pretty good against a defensive minded South Carolina team let's see what they did against what did they do against Florida 73 points and held Florida to 61 a running team <laughs> so it's interesting to me when you get a guy like Admiral Schofield going and getting 21 and 10 you got to guy like Bone flirting with triple-doubles, staying consistent, not turning the ball over. bowing, coming off the bench, giving you 16. Hey, man, these these young men are a loaded clip. Up and down the roster is what I'm trying to tell you people. So when the critics are saying that Duke is an overall number one and the number one team in the nation who's been number one in the nation for four straight weeks is the second number one seed, something something just don't add up about that, man. And and that irks me. That irks me as of all, man. As a VFL, that irks me because Duke is a blue-blood school and has the tradition of being there but that's what not what we're supposed to be voting on we're not supposed to be voting on tradition we're supposed to be voting on what's going on right now and what's going on right now in the boom boom room is we're gonna pay some bills because we brought to you by full service insurance and we'll be right back and i will dive into more i'm gonna leave that on your mind leave that on your mind let mike talk to you yeah you know i mean i'm in the boom boom room i'm your host ron Slate. we'll be right back people wakm franklin stay tuned as ron slay talks everything sports brought to you by full service insurance coming up the wakm game of the week the best in high school basketball and follow the tennessee volunteers and tennessee titans right here on wakm the home in 2019 for nascar racing Let that play, DJ. Come on, Jason, let that ride. Welcome back to the Boom Boom Room. We jamming over here on this Good Friday. A little rain, don't let the rain stop nobody. The rain cannot stop us. Woo. Ooh, jamming. Ooh. Thank you, Jason, man. I just I need to feel that soul in a bone sometime, man. Feel that soul in your bones, people. That's all I'm telling you. We left off with the recap of the Florida game, which we won by 12. The South Carolina game, we won by 12. Now, now, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Saturday, 8 p.m. East, 7 Central. ESPN, coming to you live from Rupp Arena. The number one Vols will be invading Rupp. This is what we've been waiting on. This is what all the critics have been waiting on. Now, granted, win or lose, I I don't think it changes too much because the body of work total will speak volumes and speak for the for the, for itself for what the Vols have done. But talked about trap games, talked about overlooking South Carolina, um, talked about um, overlooking the Florida Gators, trying to get to the next week. Guess what? <laughs> we there now. We there now. Unblemished still. Number one on our chest still. And we're going up there. Now, is it going to be easy? No. That's not, that. that's not what the SEC is about. Has it been easy up to this point? No. Because uh, that's been knocked down drag out games. You had to go to a Vanderbilt when you first had the number one ranking on your back. Play them tough. You had to go to even uh, Missouri to open up the SEC season and play a, a tough Conzo Martins team. Also had to go to South Carolina. Play a South Carolina team without Jordan Bowden. Also had to go to Florida. Come out with a victory in the swamp. So was it easy getting to this point undefeated in the SEC season with the number one ranking on your back? No. No. A lot of marbles being laid into this basket and, and thinking that the outcome of this Tennessee-Kentucky game will ultimately let us know if we're number one seed? I don't believe so. The NCAA committee might think so. I don't believe so. Reason why? It's because we play them again on March 2nd or March 6th, one of the two. And we lose here. They lose when they come to Rocket Top. What's the give or take? What scares me more so is LSU at LSU and at all. See, what the committee is failing to realize this isn't a, a league that has Tennessee out in front by four or five games and leaving the pack behind. That's not what's going on here. You got still LSU chomping at the bit right there on your heels. They don't lost one game in the SEC and just beat the team that everybody's saying top five in the nation and, and, and may be able to go get a number one overall seed a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. That LSU team that's on our, on, our, on our heels, they're in second place with a 10-1 record. Then right behind them, you got a, a Kentucky team. Right behind them who keeps getting overlooked is a South Carolina team in four. Then you got Auburn, you can't forget about. Then you got an old Miss team team that's hanging on like the fifth like the the league man from top to bottom is is tough now it might be a, a bunch of people grouped in the middle which it usually is about this time but standing top of the mountain with people nipping at the heels are the volunteers now, that's a that's a little rhyme for you right here in the boom boom room too people if y'all didn't peep that that was a rhyme i just play on words nipping at your heels is the volunteer you feel all that i did all that right there so pay attention when i'm doing that to you so 615-794-1950 you got any questions shoot your questions right here on facebook Shoot the questions on Instagram, on Periscope, and I'll try to get to them. Don't forget, later up in the show, we got Ramon Foster joining us. But until then, let's dive right here into Kentucky. Let's talk about what we got. The tale of the tape. The tale of the tape, people. This is the, you, you got Smokey. You got Smokey on one side. He got his boxing gloves on. You got the here, Kitty Kitty on the other side. He got his mittens on. And he got no boxing gloves. That's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about Big Blue. They don't got their the boxing gloves on. They got the mittens on. So this is the tale of the tape with Smokey coming out on top. Points per game, 85.4 for UT, 78.4 for UK. Points against, UK is giving up 65.5, UT is giving up 67.3. Field goal percentage, 51.6 for UT, 47.5 for UK. Rebounds per game, very even, 38 for UT, 39 for UK. Assists per game, 19.9, top two in the nation for UT, 14.2 for UK. Blocks per game, 5.8 for UT, 4.8 for UK. And steals per game, 6.6 for your Kentucky with the lead over 5.8. 9 for UT. Now, they're scoring and their team leaders. P.J. Washington is leading them at 14.4 points a game with 8.1 rebounds. Keldon Johnson, the wing player from Oak Hill. Salute to Oak Hill. An alumni in the building. Uh, Keldon Johnson, 14 points and 5 rebounds. Tyler Harrow, 13.3 points. Reed Travis, 11.6 points and 7 rebounds a game. They're led by the point guard, Ashton Hagan. 7 points and 4.4 assists. Emmanuel Quickly, 5.9 points. Montgomery, 4.9 points and four rebounds. And Nick Richards with averaging 1.4 blocks per game. Now you ask, why would I name all of these players? And you heard the point production going down. One thing for sure, their depth and their length plays a a fact. Now, I want to throw this quote out here because I agree with him. My guy, my teammate, my dog, Vincent Yarbrough, just got on Instagram Live and said, Hagen's is gonna get dog walked by bone. And I totally agree people. I totally agree. I think he'll come out with an orange leash, put it on Hagen's neck, and literally dog walk him Up and down the court, cause this young man right now, boom, playing at a different level. He's playing at a top three point guard in the nation level. Uh, 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 uh. uh, I've been on this stage before. Level, one of those um when the lights get brighter, I I I show up a little bit more type of level. When the heat gets on in a hostile environment, I don't crumble. I just ride. I just rise up to the occasion and still don't turn the ball over. That type of level. Now, can I say that for Kentucky? I don't know. Are they playing good? Yes. Do they have length? Most definitely speaking of the length you got pj washington at 6 8 this is their front court people reed travis 6 8 montgomery coming off the bench at six ten, richards six eleven, Keldon johnson on the wing at 6 6 the two guard tyler harrow at 6 5 now will you add all that up that's a lot of length just in case they need to go zone that, that, that's long man you really got to take care of the ball one thing they do not have they don't have the gilders alexander's and people of that nature they don't have them like they did last year because gilders Ale- alexander took over last year when they were looking for a leader Kevin Knox stepped up to the pl- they don't have them now Kelvin Johnson is a great player he's a freshman never been on that stage PJ Washington is a very good player very good player but I don't know if he's ready to take all these bodies and these seniors um in Kyle Alexander and Admiral Schofield and they bring the fight to them and the biggest difference I believe is not that we have guys that haven't been on that stage in Rupp Arena these guys that's coming back up there for this this first time this year they won up there last year you you know what I'm saying? Like they they they've been there. They've done that. They tested the pudding, and, and and the pudding tastes good. And they want some more. They going back to get it. Admiral knows what it takes. Bow knows what it takes. I'm, I'm I'm telling you. Bone knows what it takes. Lamonte knows what it takes. Everyone that we go up and down the line with all know they they all know what it takes. Even the guys that's just now getting to play. Jalen Johnson. He was on that team last year. He got to taste that victory red rock. That's that's a that's a big 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 feather in the cap. And I tell you why. Because when you're a freshman or a sophomore, you go up there kind of get captivated by big blue nation the blue everywhere yeah uh, um the tradition um you looking up you see that you see the, the the championships in the rafters you walking through the hallways, you see all the former nba guys you got people that came up before you and with the social media platforms you see the drakes showing up at, at uh, uh, uh midnight madness you see calipari um <clears throat> um being able to reach out to guys like john wall lebron james all of this can take you by storm if you if you've never been there before so as a freshman a sophomore you can walk in there and be like man you get to looking up at the rafters by the time you look back down you're down 16 not this group Mm-mm, not this group i'm sorry about that they they're not gonna be able to do that not this group this group going to fight i'm gonna tell you that right now you can expect a dog fight from jordan bone from bowden from lamonte turner you can expect a dog fight from these people and yeah eight guys playing double figure minute for kentucky four guys scoring double figures that's cute we got nine <laughs> you know what i'm saying and then we got five guys the only team in the nation with five guys that are scoring in double figures got to count for something, people. Now, Kentucky's coming off a controversial lo- a controversial loss to LSU, but it, it could have been a goaltender, and honestly it was a goaltender, but you can't go back and look at that. That's part of it. It is what it is. It wasn't called. Hey, I've lost plenty of games, won plenty of games, but hey, it's all a part of the game. How your business you don't even get to that? Should have been two guys going for no block shot anyway. One guy go, the other one box out. They're going to send three guys to block the shot. Come on, man. Come on now. That ain't right. Listen here, man. We're going to be right back. My special guest just walked in with his nephew, Fresh off the bus. Ramon Foster and Ron Slade, both in the building. We're going to get Ron said peace. What's happening, everybody? That's me, baby. Okay, that's me, baby. And the people loved it. Guess what, man? We'll be right back. This is Ron Slade right here in the Boom Boom Room, brought to you by Full Service Insurance. Stay tuned. Those are tunes that we're playing. Listen to us, people. Nothing but jam. Get to them, Jason. We'll be right back. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Boom Boom Room. That is Michael McDonald jamming. We both know We're not in love, people, but you are getting all the love you want right here in the boom boom room every ounce of it we're giving it out you hear me that's what we're doing now people that voice you just heard well let's see who this was um my brother let's start with that my brother you know i mean um also a host co-host of the ron ramon podcast that will be coming to you people shortly um 10 year vet wow in the league and when i say in the league i'm talking about in the nfl from west tennessee ripley ripley's own and I ain't talking about the Believe It or Not. Not talking about that. I'm talking about Ripley's own Ramon. Part of Ripley's own brother tandem from the Foster clan. Ramon Foster. Shout out to Ronaldo. You know, we know he ain't watching too much right now. Because he's it, off social media. Definitely off social media. But, man, round of applause, man, for my, my guy. Ramon Foster, Boom Boom Room member. Welcome to the Boom Boom Room, Ramon. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're glad to have you in here. We're glad to have you in here, uh, people. If you you got any questions, you can shoot a question on Facebook. Ramon just went live on his his Instagram. I
2: did. I'm putting I, a number on her too. Yeah, there you go. And I, we
1: live that. on mine at um uh, on Ron Slate 35 at the Ramon Foster um on his Instagram, also on Periscope, also on Facebook, all all media uh, social media platforms. We gonna dive right into it. You know, we are gonna change courses. We'll get back to touch on Kentucky in a little while. First of all, man, let, before we even before we even switch that up, yeah. What you think about this matchup? This is number one versus number five going up in Rupp. What, what's what's your outcome? What you what you looking forward to? In this I, I, I number one, I hope is exciting
2: for us at the end. Right. I say it can be exciting, but I need it. I need it for us at the end to be exciting. Um, but I'm nervous. I asked you earlier. I was
1: like, Yeah. What do you think? Yeah.
2: I'm not a, a expert as you are in
1: basketball.
2: Right. But you just told me. You told me. Earlier, he was like, it's no sweat. We should win this.
1: Yeah, I, I believe so. I and I and I got us, I got us winning by six people, in case y'all were wondering. Look, look
2: at you giving yeah. the line I'm out, the line.
1: though. I'm giving the line. I heard the line just came out at three and a half, two people, so I will take the over in that. But that's probably for me. Vegas to win. Most definitely. More than anything. Yeah, and it might have been two and a half, so watch they end up winning by three. But
2: uh, well, in football, three points mean it's an even split. Really? Plus or minus one. So it's usually Vegas wins if it's like just plus three. That, or they do two and a half.
1: Look at the boom boom room knowledge people. Look at the boom boom room knowledge. That ain't nobody but my guy Coming through here Ramon Foster Joining us
2: That's that's just what I've heard I don't gamble on guys But I it's interesting it. to see How close they are Because right. the, the lines Are usually kind of accurate
1: And well we, we definitely gonna see I'm gonna go more. with your line I, I like my I line hope we, I hope we're plus six <laughs> I like my line I like my line So We're gonna dive straight into Questions with Ramon um, These are just Off the top questions Boom boom room Hot seat questions um, Anything you feel free You can add to it Ramon Okay um, So You put in a dime in the league. Yes. What's your best experience versus worst experience in the NFL? Best, in years?
2: best experience is probably going to the Super Bowl. Okay. And losing it can be the same experience. <laughs> be right. on the opposite side right. of it. Right. Um, that's 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 one of the things. I see why guys chase it forever. Right. Uh, to get to the Super Bowl is one of the greatest things. You're treated insanely great. You mm-hmm. get down there, the experience is out of this world. It's got to be. I'm not sure what the finals is like, NBA right. finals. Right. But it's got to be one of the best experiences ever because – well with basketball is still it can be potentially seven games if you make it to the seventh game right. then it's like oh wow right but in the NFL it's only one game you yeah. get two weeks to lead up to it and there is nothing like it Tough. and I'll say this on the opposite end of that now eight years later um, to not go back or not win one when you think you know, I'm in my second year think oh we're going back mm-hmm. that's one of the most hurtful for feelings right okay. there or uh, that's
1: about it right there those two those two yes those okay two. so one in the same, really.
2: One in the same.
1: Okay, so let me let me ask you this. Um, this is just off off off, off kill. How do you rebound the next the next year? Like, how long does that sting stay there? <sighs> Before you can get over that and get back to work, um, and 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 go through a season and not think about like, man, we just lost the hangover. The hangover. The hangover. Yeah, how long is the can, hangover? Last? It
2: can follow you for a long time. I I just recently watched some some of the TV copy last yeah. weekend. I was with my brother-in-law <laughs> at a restaurant, and they had like Super Bowl recaps because why? There's no other football. Well, now the AAF is on TV, right? But they were playing our game, and I told him like, this is my first time seeing this game. Wow. So it's still lingering on, and I think that's because. Number one, we hadn't been back. Right. When you know there's opportunity too, and secondly, um, it's there's nothing worse than losing it when you know you could have won it. Mm-hmm. And looking at it now, it still kind of lingers. Right. I right. like I see why Ray Lewis like chased yeah. it for another. I think he won one. It might have been like, 10, ten years, years. later. Yeah, yep. ten. years yep. later, yep. he tough. finally got it and rolled off into the sunset. Right. That's why guys chase it for so long. too. Right. oh man, it's yeah. And when was your what was yours six years ago? Mine was About eight. Eight. So I was your second in year too. Yeah. Yeah, Big made time. it in year two. Big time. And when you go to early in your league, that's yeah. almost like making all pro. Or <laughs> right. something. Is it like, oh, well, I gotta make it every year. Right, right. No, it's right. a heavy <laughs> it process. Yeah.
1: It ain't that easy. Okay. Okay. So next question. What gave what gives you the greatest joy? Giving or receiving? Giving. Anybody no. anybody that knows me probably right. knows that it's giving. Right. I, I, so make that translate on the field. Would you rather would you rather give a pancake block or be able to receive or, or give help? to tell me what's greater. you running the ball and you getting a pancake block on the goal line or a guy being able to go get a, what was what was Juju Smith's um, touchdown oh, yeah, 99 I, I, yards 99, or something, yeah, yeah. some yards crazy like that. You holding up pass protection for that play to, to happen. Which
2: one? I'm going to pick the run
1: game. Run game. Run day. game
2: because if that's happening, there's a lot that goes into right. it. Like running is one of those things where it's like everybody's got to be on their job for a a touchdown, for right. especially a long run too. Right. The pass can be the receiver just beat the guy off the line of scrimmage. All right, am faster than you. But yeah. the run is yeah. like, well if this guy, especially the guy that breaks through the line of scrimmage and you see him down the field and you throw your hands up, yeah. no better feeling than knowing you whether you just y'all tied a block right or whether you moved him one or two yards, big. that feeling is a whole lot better than the touchdown. Although the, the receiving 97 yards yeah, that's big that's like all right yeah. the guy
1: <laughs> <laughs> plays over. Let, let, to the let, let me ask you let me ask you Mo when you see that and you see Juju breaking away after about fifty yards, <laughs> what do you do? Like do you start walking to the sideline? <laughs> You run down to the end zone. I do what, a what's slight, the celebration. It's a slight jog down because I'm like, don't get caught, yeah, yeah. don't get caught,
2: please don't get caught, right? And if they score, oh,
1: I'm hype, and yeah. it's getting ready for field goal after that. That's what's up. Yeah. Okay. All right. So moving right along, you are a free agent now. Yeah. In a perfect world, just hypothetically speaking, where would you want to land? A Perfect would world. I land? Would you love going back to Pittsburgh? Would you like to be on the West Coast? Would you like to be home in Tennessee?
2: Um, to be honest with y'all just keep it real vanilla because right. all right. parties got to play into this because right. you got to look at uh, Pittsburgh and since I've been there for 10 years so mm-hmm. it's a sense of comfort that too but it's also you got to look at the business side of it too to say hey what's going to be in the best interest of my family this time it's just 10 years in it's about to be 11 plus whatever you know moving forward so I'm open to whatever comes forward and Pittsburgh has expressed their right. um, appreciation for me and the fact that they you know would love to bring me back next year but still the business side has to handle it more than everything and a lot of stuff got to smooth out right also in that, right. uh, in
1: that time to come, but I'm, I'm open for whatever. Okay. So, another thing, um, I, I believe I can speak for the Pittsburgh fans. Pittsburgh, get it done. Uh, get it done. Get her done. Get her uh, done. Fans, if you want to take out any any ads and papers or put up billboards, <laughs> anything of that nature, me, Ron Slay, not Ramon Foster. Ron Slay is giving you permission to do all of that. So, take your time and handle your business. <laughs> all right. Um, on from that. See, I know you carry a lot of responsibility, but I'd just like to thank you for being a great role model oh, not only to your kids but to your nephews your nieces um your family people that look up to you even a, um even a greater brother um I appreciate you're a beacon that. of what a man of character is um and i this is this is me so I, hey hey people we get the <laughs> less sentimental in the boom boom room every now and then but sometimes you gotta <laughs> share these things you feel what I'm I like saying? That. So uh, you are a man of character, and not so much what reputation could or should be, but you as what your character leads you to be. You know what I mean? So testament to uh, to why. Shout out to wife for raising you that way. And oh, uh, man, that that's just me heartfelt to you. I just want to tell people that. Tell my that. guy that. You know what I mean? So I appreciate moving that, on for man. that. People, don't forget you can call in right here in the Boom Boom Room 615-794-1950. Quick break. We're gonna come back and put Ramon on the hot seat. Uh-oh. The Boom Boom Room. hot Quick questions. That people is Earth, Wind, and Fire jamming, taking you out of here. Boom, boom, boom. We'll be right back. scouting report from an expert can be the key to victory. That's just what great independent insurance agents deliver. They scout insurance companies for you and recommend winners like Grange. Let Full Service Insurance show you how Grange's strong value and fast claim service delivers league-leading coverage. Call Full Service Insurance at 615-790-0990 or visit their website at info at fullserviceins.com Full Service Insurance, 903 Murfreesboro Road in Franklin, Tennessee wakm franklin stay tuned as ron slay talks everything sports brought to you by full service insurance coming up the wakm game of the week the best in high school basketball and follow the tennessee volunteers and tennessee titans right here on wakm the home in 2019 for
2: nascar racing
1: Welcome back to the Boom Boom Room, brought to you by Full Service Insurance. It is your host, Ron Slay, joined by another VFL, SEC lads, Ramon Foster, right here in the Boom Boom Room, people. Now, right now, before we wind down, we're going to put Ramon on the hot seat and give him some Boom Boom Room. Uh-oh. Shots. This is what we. This ain't really the hot seat. We call it the boom boom room shots. So you sitting at the bar. I'm just gonna keep feeding you the shots. Okay, you gotta knock go. the shots down. Rapid fire. All right. First, hot or cold? Cold. Basketball or football? Football. See, y'all don't know. Y'all don't know the other. <laughs> hey, y'all don't know the other side. Now I'm telling y'all, the man got another side. <laughs> now we, football. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right. Um, three. Vegas or Miami? Uh, Vegas. L. A. or New York? New York. hmm SUV or tru- pick truck? Pickup truck. Pickup <laughs> truck. Foreign or old school. Oh, old, old school. All right, all right. Rap or R&B? Rap. Dion or Bo Jackson? Give me Dion. Okay. LeBron or Jordan? <laughs> MJ. All right. Number 10. Last shot. Double shot. Jonathan get. Ogden, Joe Thomas, or Orlando Pace? Who you starting your team with? Give
2: me Jonathan Ogden. That is. All day. He was a monster. And, and also, I've heard very close stories from Joey Porter about Ogden. Yeah. Ogden would just hold his hand out at you, and there's really? nowhere you can go. Really? Yeah, I heard Stonewall. it. Stonewall. Legi- Joey said he threw him. Yeah, and that was just like welcome to the league. Mo- one of his welcome to the league moments. That's it's like time. there's nothing he could do. That's big
1: time. Like I'm that. sure he came back and got him because right. Joey's a great player. But yeah, that was that was. Well, we are we gonna go to the we gonna go to the phone line. We got a caller for caller from Ramon. We're from the Ville. All right, now. you doing? There you go. go. There you go. <laughs> we are from the VLO on the line. What you doing, baby? Welcome back to the Boom Boom Room. A well well known Boom Boom Room member. You got. I got, you, I got Jordan, the football guru, with me too. Man, the football guru. We <laughs> miss you, man. What's going on, Jordan? How you doing? What's up, Jordan? There you go. There you go, Jordan. You got a question for Ramon?
0: You hear me? Yeah, yeah. we
1: can hear you. You got a question?
0: Uh, what are you going to do, bad
2: next season, Ramon? Where, where am I going to next season? We're going to lead it up to, to, to uh, free agency right now. It's some places I would love to be, but um, we're going to wait and see, man. That's an awesome question.
0: Where are you going to do, bad?
2: Man, they're gonna. Apparently, he's supposed to be meeting with Mr. Rooney soon. Um, that could be a good conversation right there. That's a needed conversation, also. So, um, I'm looking forward to see what's gonna leak out of there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what both parties come up with. Um, I do believe time kind of heals a lot of stuff, but um, it's kind of rocky right now. All right. We're-
0: I wish, the, I wish the best for you. Thank
2: you, Jordan. Thanks, Will, for the call.
0: Okay. um, uh, When you was asking the highs and the lows, I kind of been to the World Series, Final Four, a few Super Bowls, and nothing is like the Super Bowls.
2: That's what I was getting at. Yeah. When it comes mm-hmm. to sports.
0: Like, and I was at that game when you said the highs and lows. And I'm like you, once we went there to support you, Ramon, I swore that y'all would be back to the Super Bowl two or three times Yeah, once y'all went that year. So that was your rookie year, if I am yeah,
2: that, was, that was year two, but it's, still, it's been too long, way too long, and that's what you chase. <laughs> right, right. Well, um,
1: we appreciate that with the win.
2: Um, see, I penciled us in For a real
0: Spin and punch But I hate that LSU woke up That sleeping giant Kind of at Rupp
2: Yeah,
1: yeah
0: Kinda, You know Yeah, yeah You know It's going to make them Be ready for us a little bit more Because when the last time has
1: Kentucky And about it rough. Yeah, that I, I don't It's been it's a while since that. It It's been a while Especially SEC Yeah, I want to say Late 80s, maybe This is the time the sure. That counts, too Yeah So, yeah.
2: so everybody's and then, positioning
0: And like you were saying, Ron It's not hard It's hard for the kids It's not been around For a big game not to get mesmerized by the
1: atmosphere right exactly because when I
0: went to see you play there I was mesmerized
1: as a fan i right right wow that that's what I believe we got we got hang, hanging on our side though these guys they have won up there and I know Vincent and Isaiah Victor all those guys when we went up there the second time like they had a different swagger I necessarily wasn't ready but they had a different swagger because they had won there before so I think they play a huge part
0: and I don't know, it's probably been 15 years since two top five issue teams that played in rough when number one just came in there, some around
1: there. Ain't no doubt about it. You hit maybe that right on the head. Joke, wow. Maybe since the Joaquin Noah score today. Yep. yep. This is going to be huge. It's, it's big time, big time, man. We appreciate you calling, Will, from the Ville. Same time, same channel next week, five to six. Give them a round of applause, people. That's my guy, Will, from the Ville, Boom Boom Room member. Hey, man, the Boom Boom Room has been brought to you by Full Service Insurance. Special shout-out. To my guy, Ramon Foster, for stopping yeah. through. Don't make this the last time you come through. Anytime. All right. All Anytime. right. Y'all hear that, people. Y'all hear that, people. Next time, y'all call on 615-794-1950. That's it. Tomorrow, the showdown. We'll see you back here next Friday from 5 to 6. I'm excited. Got to be excited. Don't forget about that Ron and Ramon podcast either, people. Plug Shameless. Love it. <laughs> we out.